It's the Softball Slammer with Freddie Vacascia and Jimmy James Wangdoodle. Hey, pals. Well, softball fans, week one is in the books, and it wasn't all applesauce. It sure was the ghost whiskers. Corey Baker and his dirty dozen waxed the beards and the beavers 16 to 10. Hey, Freddie, what's the difference between Corey Baker and a lift angler? What's that? One is a shot in hell at pleasing the ladies, and the other is Corey Baker. The C stood for castrators on Sunday as Seaball lopped off all balls 11 to 4. Hey, what's the difference between Corey Baker and a bearcat? What's that? One's an outdated sexist euphemism for a dead age, and the other one's a bearcat. The Mavericks buried the dirtbags 9-8. Hey, what's the difference between Corey Baker and an old hat? What's that? I don't know, but they both blow with softball. Projectile dysfunction couldn't get it up as they limped to a 14-12 defeat at the hands of Hit Squad. Hey, what's the difference between Corey Baker and a foul ball? What's that? Nothing. Hey, what's the difference between Corey Baker and Rotten Tomatoes? One makes you sick and the other's Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, what's the difference between Cory Baker and Cory Baker? One sucks at softball, and the other one is Cory Baker. Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, 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 ball movement. Are you talking about? Okay, welcome to another episode of Weekly Ball Movement. I'm here with Sarah Poe and Lindsay Middleton. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Yeah, so Lindsay, you've been on... Uh... Well, wait, who are you? I'm Zach <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> okay, cool, good talk. <laughs> so Lindsay, you've been on three times, right? You've been on three years in yeah, a row. the three years you've been here in CG, just down the road from me. Okay, it's yeah, convenient. good. <laughs> I wasn't driving to Poe, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Pohong. They got enough players out there now. They could probably drag people out yeah. to wherever they record with them. Oh, but who wants to hear from those people? Yeah. <laughs> from anyone from Pohong. <laughs> Alright, before we get into this, there's a couple things I gotta I gotta get out of the way. We yeah. still have not finished all the work that I wanted to do during the very first episode of the season. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. amazing. Yeah. So the first thing is, Weekly Ball Movement is on iTunes. Some people know this. <laughs> Super fan. I did not know that. Some people know. You didn't know that. No. Some people don't know that. I just listened from the Facebook. Post. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, you can go on iTunes in the podcast app, search for Weekly Ball Movement, and you will find us. But then you, you got to pay pay for it. No no no. It's like Girl. any other podcast. <laughs> I'm so behind the times. It's like any other podcast. You can go on iTunes, find us on iTunes. Lindsay's wondering how we live in such luxury. <laughs> she assumes we must be. We're charging hundred bucks an episode. Making a mint. Have you guys tracked the your like international fans this season? Yeah, man, we got some international fans. Yeah, wasn't there one guy? In, was it Nigeria the one time was listening? Wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, you were getting probably. like spammed by someone in Russia or something, <laughs> like Ukraine. Oh, that's right. There were like a ton of hits from Ukraine. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get investigated now. <laughs> oh man, no, we have a we have a super fan on the East Coast. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're on iTunes. So you can go on iTunes and you can listen to us. And you can also rate us, which sounds ridiculous, but you can give us a number of stars. I have not looked at the comment section. The comment section is, is really lame right now. So you can go on iTunes and on the official like iTunes comment thing, you can like leave leave an official rating. I just have an, an argument though. If you're, <laughs> if you're in the softball league and you wake up on a Friday morning and mm. you've posted 
it on the Facebook page, right. why would you then go out of your Facebook page, go into your iTunes, search, play it from there, and then rate it when you could just play it from the Facebook page? Because it's right in your podcast app. It's okay. just oh, like, you're not oh, subscribed, no. Lindsay? You're not subscribed? Wow. Wow. <laughs> now I don't feel like such a super, super fan. <laughs> I, know, I know for a fact that there's at least one person who has subscribed. I've seen it on his phone. Is it Sean? It's Dustin. Oh. Dustin has subscribed, and he showed me like the little podcast thing. All right, anyway. I mean, so, I'm subscribed. Okay, well, now I know there's two people who are subscribed. Oh, I'm subscribed. Three. God, we got tons of subscribers. It's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, we have as many comments. Three subscribers. Three, three comments. We have three comments. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, we are on iTunes. You can go on there and you can rate us. Finally, I've been trying to say this for three weeks and I finally remember. There's probably some more stuff, but I forgot. Weekly ball movement. <laughs> yeah, good. I just subscribed. For number. There you go. Okay. And one of the things is we are number six in sports amateur podcasts. <laughs> And I'd like to be like the Kendo podcast just once. What Come is, on, people. What is Kendo about? It's Enlighten about me. the sport of Kendo. I don't know. I have no idea. It's some sort of like martial art. Uh, okay. But they have a podcast that is like right ahead of us. I want to beat them. All right. Anyway. Oh, I thought vol- some volleyball bullshit. But There's some bullshit volleyball ahead of us too. But they're, they're slightly larger. <laughs> one Come at on. a time. Come on, DSL. <laughs> one at a time. All right. So that's that. That's the first thing. Anyway, Lindsay, you're on Beards of Beavers this year. That's we correct. were teammates two years ago yes. on Hanamana. Yep. Yeah. Good. Last... On the good, the last good Hanamana. Team. Oh, the last good one. Yeah, it wasn't actually the last one. Yeah, it was the last one, one that mattered. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, what do you think uh, this season about your team? How do you feel? Um, I feel great. Um, I've played with a lot of people. I'm playing with a lot of people that I have wanted to play with for a few years, Woody being one of them. Yeah. Um, It's always a gamble, you know, is he going to show up like knee deep in bourbon? Right. And then go into the infield? Right. Or is he going to be sober? The day is shorter. The day is shorter this year. The day is shorter this year. The worry is is when you um, play later in the day. Right. And people have enough time to... See, now you got to get like really drunk by 2.30. Yeah. And... Plus, if you have a 2.30 game, you got to warm up. So you really have to get drunk by one. I, I was thinking both podcasts work. in the first week um, of the season were trying to be very positive about the four games. And I think the only reason was because of the light in the, in the, in the colder months now. But I'm bummed. Like, that just makes it like an hour and a half shorter. Mm. Like, that bums uh, me less, out. Less drinking if you're playing, So, like, on Sunday, I'm playing the 1 p.m. game. Uh-huh. So I'll get there at... 10 ideally watch the first game I'll yeah. be warming up the second game and then I'll be like absolutely knackered for the last game and then I gotta go home I did notice that this time uh, in trying to prepare for this podcast that like in the past I could watch three games probably pretty easily play in one and then maybe watch three mm. but now well, I warm up I play in one and I don't pay attention for like two hours and then the day is over so yeah. expect a completely factless version of this podcast. podcast. You mean our usual standard of, of fact-checked <laughs> just scores and There's a fact-checker out there. I gotta tell you, there is a fact-checker out there. Did you know this? 
I have been approached by the fact checker. <laughs> really? Is Quint- it Dustin Waters? It's Quentin Stollery. Oh, yeah. Oh. Quentin Stollery will, will fact check this podcast, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. please check his Twitter feed or wherever he's fact checking. <laughs> or just on Sunday, he'll just, he'll just approach you. I appreciate it, Quentin. Mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly. I like his call-ins to the pickle. Yeah. I enjoy that. I'm going to get him on here. Okay. Yeah. I you think... say that like like you're going to drug him first, like you're going to kidnap him. <laughs> Like he's resisted. Be prepared, Quentin. All right. <laughs> I think um, now that Jo's gone, he might be the next person who has the most information of the DSL history. Maybe not way back to like oh seven, oh eight, oh nine, but uh-huh. like he definitely he has, has a man. good memory. He's a yeah. steel trap. Yeah. He's a steel trap. So he's on the BMBs. So I'm happy to play with him. And there's Jenna, and my friend Carrie. So yeah, it's a fun team. Um, yeah, you got a fun team. Yeah, and Toby, got, Toby's real cool. You got Toby on there. Yeah, he's he's real cool. Wasn't there some talk of your coach and Quentin competing for shortest shorts? Where are we on that? Can someone maybe please do some real reporting Maybe it's not here? warm enough yet. Maybe Mike's... Uh, for fuck's sake. extremely <laughs> disappointed by the short shorts. And people were very disappointed in Quentin's short shorts. They weren't... They were short, but they weren't tight. So people were what upset. What are my, you... One of my favorite... You were upset? It was me. I was upset. I was just like, those are not nearly tight enough. <laughs> one of my favorite moments from Sunday was watching um, two rookies on my team. Carrie and Mitch watching Quinton go up to bat when he does his little like warm up thing yeah. and then he does like the touch your toes. Oh, yeah. And he just bends over with those short shorts and those hairy legs and just like watching Mitch like wince and just be like, whoa. <laughs> Some I, of my earliest memories of the DSL. That's one of the first ones. But, but the year that. that we started, Stollery was wearing a GoPro as well. You remember when he was wearing yes, the GoPro yes. in his hand? He had the GoPro, the short shorts. It was a wild time. I missed the GoPro. Me too. Now uh, he's got the locks. He's got those flowing locks. Oh, man. Mm. They interfere with the signal. We're, the spending, we're spending a lot of time on Stallery, but yeah. I do want to get like a slow motion video of him swinging because like his hair just kind of like goes in front of his face and it's just this whole thing. Yes, um, please. And then you could post it on the page. So, yeah. So, um, I just have to get very close to him with my phone. So, that's all. Well, as he's swinging. Cool. That's no problem. Yeah, no problem. Um, all right. Anyway, so that's our five-minute section on uh, Quentin Stollery. <laughs> and you want you—that's what you wanted to cover in week one was Quentin Stollery, <laughs> but you didn't weren't able to do it. So now, finally, so in our third podcast of the season, I'm so glad we did. All right. Um, I think that's it. I think so. Lindsay, your team is good. Your team is fun. You guys had a kind of a rough one in the first one. See, I was expecting rougher, to be mm. honest. Okay. Just not knowing um, where a lot of people would play. So Mike was really having to... I feel like it wasn't like a lot of teams where captains were going, coming out of the draft knowing exactly where people were going to be, you know? Um, yeah. There's a lot of players who we need to kind of test out in different positions. So it was a definitely a test period, and we feel a bit better about it now. Um, I don't think it was that rough. We were 10 and 10 in the sixth inning. We just yeah. kind of uh, shut the bed a bit there at the end. At the end. Um, but I don't think, yeah, I mean, I think scoring 10 runs, we would have, like they said in the pickle, we would have beat maybe four other teams in the yeah. league that day. So. Would have been a good day. Um, regardless of if they were on areas or not. <laughs> I like the potential of Beards and Beavers. I think you're right about like getting the players in the positions and stuff. Um, there were a lot of teams that were just like, there was a lot of like trial. Trying yeah. to air and plugging people in. and With four rookie coaches, I yeah. think uh, you can only expect that. But yeah. I think day one or game one of the DSL mm. is going to be like that regardless. Mm. Yeah. Right, there's going to be a lot of... Because, of course, I think all the coaches have this really... You know what I was thinking? I had a, I had a, 
an epiphany regarding the coaches and the draft and why they all think they're champions on that day. Mm. And it was really sweet when this occurred to me. I thought, oh, that's so sweet. They all see the absolute best in every single player. Yeah. At that moment that they draft whoever they draft and they pick their team and they've got all 12, 13 other people. Right. All they see is every amazing thing that they have either seen a player do or that, Imagine. Ima- or that they think that that player is capable of. And I just think that's really nice. I would, I would agree. I would agree that's true. Even like the 13th, you're like, all right, if we can, you know, if this 13th person can show up and get some hits and get on base and play catcher or whatever it is that mm-hmm. they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been said for years, the, the teams are made up by those middle, those middle guys, the, the guys that the captains don't know when they're drafting them and the, the rookies and right. that kind of thing. And yeah. this year there's like 40 rookies or something, 30 or 40 rookies. So there's I like a decent... similar every year though. Yeah. So there's, and I guess we, the league shrank anyway, so. Mm. But one of the things is, like, you got to figure out if the people were telling you the truth on the little sign-up sheet. Because there's a sign-up sheet, and it asks you what position you play, right? And there's, like, a moment of psychology that goes into, like, putting your position on there. And then when you talk to the coaches after, it's like, you know, what position do you play for real? And, like, figuring out what the real story is with your new players. I think most captains I speak to do some pre-research. Sure, sure. As well. Well, oh, I know yeah. one in particular does a lot of uh, Facebook stalking mm. and messaging. Yeah, I mean, I think um, research is a, a strong word. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're talking like creeping like three Dr- years deep on Facebook photos. No, like <laughs> drunkenly messaging people and being like, hey, did you really play shortstop in college? That's the one. Like, like, <laughs> like people that sign up and say, oh, I can play second base or, or I can play shortstop. It's like, okay, great. Like, all right, you can play shortstop. But then you got to let him do it. You got to try. You got to see if it's it's the case or not. You think, like, oh, yeah, he looks athletic or whatever. Um, but then you put him out there and then... Eh, the rookie, yeah, two yeah. feet. Right, right. Um, but I also think it's relative. Like, if you're signing up on the sheet for the first time and you did play a little bit of middle school, softball, baseball, whatever it is, and then you're like, what... They have to think, like, what is it in relation to, like... Are you a beginner? Are you intermediate or advanced? Based on what? This is a right. beer league. Right, right. You know? So you could think you're intermediate to high, but you get there and you're like, okay, these right. dudes, some of these dudes have been playing baseball for 20 years. So then you're like, oh, no, I feel <laughs> like an these, idiot. And I'm a shortstop or whatever. <laughs> some of these 40-year-olds yeah. have been out here for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. It definitely seemed like some coaches, I think, knew. Yeah, like you said. And then some coaches were just like, man, we got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but I want to get to my top five here. I'm, I'm sticking to this format. Wait, have you started it? I'm starting it right now. I mean, oh, we kind of okay. overlap, but I'm going to start it right now. My number one that I want to talk about this week is the vibe. Uh, from the party to the rookie day to uh, week one being out there week one. Lindsay, you've been in the league a long time. What do you think about the vibe this season? Compared I, to other seasons, or I loved. I think, for me personally, with the amount of of my good friends who chose not to play this season, and the, the big change in captains, and the, a lot of changes, I kind of went in. I probably wasn't as excited as I normally would would be. Mm, yeah. But after the draft party and meeting all the new people, and then the explosion of 
shit talking media and fake face Facebook accounts uh-huh. and that just I was so amped by the time we got to last Sunday. Yeah, I thought I that was the, so happy. The run up this year was much slower. Or like like there was nothing. Yeah. Like way deep into March or whatever. And then all of a sudden it was just like pouring out. Yeah. I think that they were trying to figure out so much stuff. They didn't you know, they had six captains up up until like three whatever. days before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, now, now it's good, yeah. And I just felt it's very, like, and this is week one, and and there's four new captains, and I I think it's just much more chill, much calmer, much nicer. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to say nicer in the terms of like it's better. I just, it just seems like people are being Kinder. kinder. Yeah. I'd like to quote Murray Johnson from Day to Day two weeks ago. Oh, all right. We're putting the beer back in beer league. All right, good. And I think week one was a very good first indication. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of things that happened. There were like a couple of things with the umpires where it could have gone like, could have gone seriously intense. Yes. Like in the past, uh, <laughs> in the past, <laughs> it just, it tended to uh, escalate very quickly. With the umpires and the players and things. Mm-hmm. And then both sides would be going and like... And it just happened really fast. And there'd just be like a lot of yelling. Um, and and I think last week there were some, some cases where in the past it may have gone that direction. And the umpires were just like, no, nah, done. We're moving on. It doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter, but... Well, and I think that some of the players involved didn't pursue it. If you sure. think about, you know... For example, when Chris Queasley got called out at third, yeah, by Corey Baker, yeah, like that, I was watching that, and I've never seen Chris get upset like about like anything ever. Uh-huh. So I don't know what I was expecting, but I just happened to be watching, and Chris's whole attitude was, it just was very diffusing. You know, it was like he thought that he was safe, and he made that clear, and then he moved on with his life. Right. You know, and and it was fine. Yeah. Um. So I think it's it's both sides of that, right? It's that was a good example. That's a good example of one of those spots. Like, Queasley got thrown out of third base. I uh, hit a single to right, and Queasley went from first to third. And, um, man, all balls made a huge play. Burdick at short, uh, the right fielder to Burdick to third base, tagged by Dustin, and he's out. In, like, a pretty big spot in the game, like, it was two out, so it was the third out of the inning. We were going to add some more runs, um, potentially. But, yeah, it was just, like, over. It was just like, all right, he got him. Good play, guys. <laughs> Good play, all boss. Let's move on to the next thing. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah me too. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to be out there in that in this new version. Do you miss the old version at all? Hi. You're a high intensity player. Do I you know. miss the old version a I little would, bit? I say this every year. Like I'm a high intensity player, but I I would never argue with a um. Maybe like under my breath I would. Okay. But I just don't believe that my, I say this all the time, I don't believe that my skill level matches my intensity. Like almost as if I don't have the right to be as into it as I am. Oh no. Because, and I'm not, not, you know, I'm just saying if I was amazing at this game and then then I'd be like, yeah, fucking win or lose, but I'm not. I don't. I don't contribute that much besides like some sideline spirit and some okay. organization. Um, 
Yeah. You're selling yourself a little short. Though. Yeah, I mean, first of all, if, if sideline spirit doesn't give you the softball cred to go at it at the umps if you feel like to yell at Corey Baker when he screws up a call what are we even doing here like what what, (laughs) what all of a sudden now life has become meaningless (laughs) but when you said Corey Baker's name see I would argue against Corey Baker it for me it depends who the ump is okay yeah, I would never argue with Murray Johnson alright so because Murray is like cool as a cucumber (laughs) when he makes a decision he just looks at you and he's like and that's it. You're done. Yeah. Like, there's no arguing with Murray. Because he'll just walk away from you. Right. Which is amazing. I don't have that ability. <laughs> it's like... Uh... <laughs> but there's some people who are... T- there's some ums who are taking less seriously. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like your Corys. Your, right. your... Well, you got to earn it. You got to do it for... And as they should five be. Five years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some sass sometimes, but yeah. Mm, it's good. I never got to a point in our game where, like, I got really amped up. And wanted to like yell or anything. I have seen you pretty amped though, oh, which I'm is a... so unusual to your normal nature. I'm a big yeah. yeller. I'm a mm, big mm. yeah. So <laughs> it'll be interesting, like as we get down, I don't know, probably like week seven, week eight, like playoff things going on. If it kind of like tightens back up, or if we can keep it this kind of loose, cool, cool place to to play. Yeah, when there's more at stake. Like yeah. Day one, game one, there's not as right. much at stake, obviously. And you're also on a team right now that's. Uh, Looking like you might be well, able to cruise through yeah, the season. Yeah, I don't want to say it too much, yeah. but we like threw it on cruise control in the third inning. Yeah. And then at that point, you don't really need to freak out anymore. And like, really, you are just like trying to basically control yourself, control your emotions, keep it keep it calm so you don't make any crazy mistakes, right? Um, so we'll see like if the games are tighter. and uh, yeah, <laughs> I just love how we like claim to tell these rookies that it's like a beer league. And then, like, is it? There's yelling. Is it? <laughs> It is, and it isn't. I mean, there's no platonic form of a beer league out there where everyone is constantly, like, just having fun and nobody takes it too seriously. Like, that doesn't exist. There's no... We've invented this idea of beer league. Yeah. uh, Where it's just, like, it's actually super chill. We're trying to tell ourselves that. Yeah, we're trying to tell ourselves that. That's not a thing. Nobody has that. But I do think, I will say that uh, I think that the league and the league management is interested in making it more of that calm and and chill vibe. And I do think that everything that they've done to do so has contributed and made it better. Mm. And I think that... It's showing. It's showing. I think they have a plan. I think they're executing the plan. And I think that the results are there as well. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Hats off to those guys. Um, Can I just say one thing quickly? I'm still... My legs are still sore today. It's Thursday night. It's Thursday, Lindsay. So I'm thinking in two weeks or maybe three weeks, we have a Saturday, Sunday game. Oh, yeah. Weekend. Back to back. How am I going How to How much running to work? did you do? I have a manual car. A year ago, I had an automatic. Uh-huh. Driving to work on Monday morning, changing gears. <laughs> so with like the back rib stuff that was going on, plus the calf muscles, I was dying. You know what I thought <laughs> you were going to say when you said, you know, I'm sore, but in two or three weeks, I thought you were going to say in two or three weeks, I'm going to have like buns of steel. Like <laughs> I thought you were going to say it, it's only going to take me two or three weeks to get. Like... Unfortunately, sprinting to first base maybe three times on a Sunday yeah. once a week is not going to improve my fitness. <laughs> you know, the, Tell don't, your doctor that. don't sell the DSL short. What is that health check that we have to fill out? Like, how much do you work yeah. out? Like, I sprinted 30 yards three times a week. A few times a year. <laughs> a few times a year. <laughs> oh, 
goodness. Oh, that's great. I might need like a stretcher to get Did to work. Did you score a run? Did you score? I scored a run. I okay. got an RBI and I went two for three. I was very stoked. Big But bang. I also missed, oh man, catching at Youngnam is brutal because if you miss a catch at home, it it's rolls gone. for days. It's gone. It's in the street. And if there's runners on base, as there were on Sunday, yeah. I, I, I cost us two runs missing a catch at home. Because it just went like, it was like by the beer cooler by the time Grover even got right. to it. So, right. yeah. But, and that was, we were 10 and 10 at that point too. So, anyway, let's not dwell on that. All right, Lindsay has <laughs> just outed herself. <laughs> Nobody catcher. remembers that. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so um, at Huawan, as a catcher, you have a net right behind you. So, oh, yeah. even if you miss the catch, you cost the, the, oh. the, the run that's coming in, but you may not... Huawan like, is such a fun place to play as a fielder because you can just chuck it. Like, yeah. Youngnam, you gotta think about it. You're like, all right, don't do not do anything Stupid. crazy here. Mm. Don't do, like, a spinning, jumping throw because mm-hmm. if you throw it away, it's gonna be two runs. But at Huawan, there's a fence, like, kind of all around, Everywhere. and you can just, like, <laughs> you can just launch it. Yeah. Make a bunch of throws that you wouldn't normally make. Um, there were, like, quite a few overthrows at Youngnam, so we'll see if Huawan... Um, yeah, we'll see. All right. So anyway, I think the vibe is good. I like what's happening in the league. It's fun to be out there. Yeah, it's always fun, but it's a different, uh, different brand of fun. <laughs> All right. So my second one is the rookie coaches and their defenses. So you you said you felt like uh, Mike was working things out. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like Kyle was really trying to work things out. Yeah. Kyle played four positions at least. He played third, left, center, and right. I'm pretty sure he played all four, uh, all four of those, um, which I think is interesting because he was on the podcast and I asked him like, when, where are you gonna play?" And he was like, "Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know." And I thought he was like being coy. I thought he, he was really like, didn't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I'm watching him move around the diamond as the as the day goes on. And I'm like, "Wait a minute!" Like he like actually didn't know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where he like settles with his defense because he was flipping third and short. Uh, Campbell and Barry were were moving and. Mm. He, Kyle was playing third, and Kyle, so it's, it'll be interesting to see what he does there. Um, what so about who Corey? Who else does he have in the? Sorry, who else does he have in the outfield himself? And Cadman and Cadman, Greg yeah. Jones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's an awesome outfield. Yeah. Um, it'll just be figuring out hmm. where to put people, and then I think like people have to decide on the the five outfielders what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is this? Also, team I wanted to comment on. Re- sorry, Sarah, to overtalk you there. Project I, was just, I was just saying, what the fuck is this team called? <laughs> I realize now he was missing Alicia Burdick. And I think, I remember passing someone during that game and them saying he's struggling at first base. I'm not sure who was playing first base, but when she gets back, she's solid, solid first base. So that might be a little little thing he's uh, going to figure out. Yeah, she was in China. Man, I got to tell you, the the rotation of the players is so complicated this season. You've got 13 players, you got to have... them all play four innings, and no one can sit two innings in a row. So that one to me is the one that's like... Why is why is that in there? I think they're just trying to make sure everybody's getting out there on the field. That's all. It's nobody's sitting sure. for three innings. You know, mm. you don't you don't finish the day. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, it's, it's another one of those things. It's like, okay, let's... People are going to play. People paid money to come out here. Let's get them on the field. Um, but the sheets to, like, figure out the organization and where people are going to play are just... Especially great. for your Kyles and Mikes who don't yet know what their defense looks like yet. Right. So, I mean, Mike was like, he had a pencil and he was scribbling stuff and changing yeah. stuff and 
Yeah. And then if somebody's not there or somebody's hurt during the middle of the game or some other adjustment needs to be made, it's it's wild. Um, or if someone has to leave to take the girlfriend to the airport. Yep, if someone had to... I thought he got hurt when uh, Ziggy, Ziggy just, like... He got to second base, they pulled him, and then he just, like, got his stuff and ran away. And it was like, damn, man, that guy is hurt. Like, he's out of here. <laughs> he doesn't um, want to stick around and watch the end of the game. He's, he's just, done. He's, he's done. He's had it. Uh, but I guess that was not the case, so... Ah, um, so, you've played against Corey. How was... Corey's defense in terms of being like set, would you say? How much movement was was happening, do you think? I know Corey played left field, and I'm going to give Corey way more credit here than I ever want to give Corey mm-hmm. Baker. But That one catch? Holy. He, he it was pretty a, impressive. He made a couple catches. Uh, I, I've played with Corey and seen him play first base, third base, rover, right field, even maybe some center field when like things were dire in Poem. Uh <laughs> But like that, that time Chris Queasley died? Like, yeah, what do you time, mean? No, Chris Queasley was hurt. There was one time when Chris Queasley was hurt. Um, and he had to play first base. No. And that was the best I've ever seen Corey Baker play defense. Wow. He was actually, like, good. Except the two times Toby got over his head. Except for Toby. He, he yeah. struggled with Toby. <laughs> but other than that, it, it was impressive. Um, so no, anyway. Thinking about his defense in the game, I think every time someone was up to bat and then you take a look, it's a, like you say, it's a different situation. But it's going to be like that every week because you've got to rotate so much. Well, that'll be so it'll be difficult for the batters because I guess you're only—I mean—you're only playing each person in a division twice. So, but you, when you go up, you've got to have a different mindset each time. You've really got to take a look if, if you can place the ball and things like that. You really got to consider it, you know. Right. Um, but I—I I know that like Ziggy was a first baseman down on the. The there you go. Sheets. That's one. That's one. That's yeah. Sign up sheet versus reality. Yeah, because he like there's so many first basemen on his team. Mm-hmm. He can't afford to put Ziggy at first base. He needs him elsewhere, you know. And he right. was at shortstop, and I think he did all right there. So yeah. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who who uh, Corey ends up with at shortstop if he keeps Ziggy there. I think he looked like he could do it. It was like the deepest shortstop I've ever seen. Okay. Um, but he was handling it. I mean. So it'll be interesting who, who he decides. Oh, and then, you know, once he got uh, Alex... At third? At third. Yeah. Things kind of tightened up for him. Yeah. So it'll be... There were there were a lot of moving parts in that game. Yeah, we, we had a five-run inning, but I do believe there were a lot of mistakes from the defense yeah. for that. Not so it'll to just... discredit us, but... You know, and then even with uh, Dustin and All Balls, they had a similar thing. Like, he was moving people around. John Buckley debuted at catcher. Uh, for his first for his first <laughs> inning starting catcher classic <laughs> classic um, but even that team they moved around for about three innings and then in the fourth inning they set their defense and then from that point on we only scored four runs or something it was like a 4-4 game from the thir- after the third inning um, so week two is going to be really interesting with these captains having yeah. figured stuff out and I'm curious like do you think that people are going to have to rotate well they have to rotate on defense because of the rules Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, how could they do it any other way? Well, I mean, people have to come in and come out, but it's interesting because, like, in our game, Queasley actually sat an inning. But that was an accident. That was an accident, but he did play first base as well, so he rotated to first, which, you know, is not ideal, always. And then Greena sat an inning, which... With Queasley. With Queasley. <laughs> <laughs> in the inning where it's like, oh, man, here we go. Hold your breath. Um 
So anyway, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if you can you can leave a person at a position for seven innings. Like if you're having to pull your center fielder, even for an inning or your shortstop for an inning, that's a really interesting uh, thing. And it yeah. will show the depth of some of the rosters. So anyway, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, having to get everyone to play four innings, yeah, could be interesting to see what they come up with. Yeah, so we'll see. I was pretty happy with Queasley and the way that he uh, had it figured out in the first game. Where did you play? You were playing some short. You didn't think you thought you'd be bumped, right? Man, I played yeah. second base. I played six did innings in second base. Oh, did you? It like, was yeah. lovely. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh God! All right, I'll tell this story. Uh, my first season in the league, I played shortstop. I bumped Campbell, which was just ridiculous. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have played second base. But I remember telling Campbell, like, man, I'll never win a gold glove. I'm terrible. <laughs> Unless I move to second base. Now you got your eye on thinking, that glove. Thinking that this would never have, like, a, like it just wouldn't happen. I would probably quit, you know, before um, I found uh, found my way to second base. But here I am now. Uh, it's I've, so funny how different we are. Like, I'm honored when I get asked to play second base. <laughs> it's weird. Or, or I know they're really desperate. Either that. Corey was ribbing me. Like, like he saw me... I can't remember. He's oh, he saw me at that practice on Saturday, I think, or something. And he was like, "Hey, man, you play second base? You excited?" <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all right. But it's like, okay. think of how that feels as a hitter when you're like eyes raise up. Yeah. yeah. And Zach Thomas is at second base, and then you've got Greena, and who's our third? Danny. Person? Danny. Yeah. Who did? Young it? Young Zach Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will just say I think. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that you can kind of, if you can place a ball, you kind of target second base because generally it's a weaker player. Mm -hmm. But in this case, there are no weak players in your team, so. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if that holds up. Um, I don't know. All right, anyway, yeah, fun story about <laughs> me who's, desperately who's, wanting a cold club. Who's Chris Ganella? Chris Ganella, he's, uh, I don't know that much about him, mm -hmm. but he's fairly athletic and, uh, he played a little third and a little rover and did fine. He did cool. a good job. Good. So Queasley's got just like three or four people that he can move around to a bunch of different positions, which is, if the rotations are going to have to happen, it'll be huge to have a couple of people that you're like, all right, wherever I put you, it'll be all right. It'll be okay. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see next week if, if like the rotations were just coaches trying things out or if that's actually a thing that they're going to have to do um, consistently every week. Yeah. No, are you talking about the four innings thing? I'm talking about just like Queasley sitting. I'm talking about Kyle playing four positions. I'm talking about Dustin playing. He played all over the field. Just there were some things going on that were just like, is yeah. oh and Burdick. Burdick was moving right field, shortstop. Is he going to be the shortstop all the time? Is he going to play um, right field? So I don't know. I, I think that stuff like, where is it going to end up? Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's move to number three. Rookie players. Mm. You have maybe rookie of the year candidate on your team now, Toby. <laughs> Toby the Masher. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about Toby. <clears throat> I uh, I do think that people will now back the fuck up for right. him. Yeah. So he might need to be a bit smarter about where he places the ball. Um, but he's got he can move. I think Toby's going to have a really interesting season hitting. Because mm. he hits the ball really, really hard. Yeah. And so, if people do back him up, 
and he can find a way to like hit it just a little bit shorter or hit it to the rover or something. He could have a huge season, and he's really fast. He's he's, he's fast. He's a fast dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't do not want to be in his way. He's rounding third base. He's also like, a big dude. You back up. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know where all the bases are. <laughs> well, that's all right. But, so you can learn that. But I think he's going to get there. Yeah. Um, and there were a couple other rookies who homered. Thomas Durbano had a big, uh, huge home run. He smashed it uh, over uh, our left fielder. Just crushed it. Um, so he looks pretty good. And then uh, Mitch Kulos mm-hmm. was the other one. Yeah. He had a home run, right? Yeah, he's on my team. Yeah. Man, you guys just have like a ridiculous amount of raw power. Mm. Like uh, Mitch is pretty raw. Yeah. Right? So raw. So raw. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, he's another one that's gonna be like once he gets like for Toby, it's like once he gets the mechanics of it, mm-hmm. you know, he could be potentially really dangerous. Mm-hmm. And same as bit. Mitch. Yeah. 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 Um, so hopefully they they pull through. That's those are the guys that make the team. Man, <laughs> no yeah. pressure. No pressure. No, but if you're like hoping like okay, man, oh. Gosh, I hope a couple people step up, and the two people are Toby and this and Mitch, mm. and you're like, all right, that's what we're starting with. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, man, I really hope that this guy can make contact and hit it out of the infield. Mm. You know, you're not starting there. It's like, I hope that he can hit it ten feet over that guy's head again. I hope he shows up. Um. So anyway, yeah, I think that there's uh, some exciting rookies. Um, those three all homer. Toby in his first at bat. Oh, cool for Toby. Um, all right. A lot of rookies. We'll see. Oh, and Danny had a huge day. Danny had a great day. Good third baseman. Danny's on your team? Danny's on my team. Okay. Danny Helm, third baseman. I like to think I know everybody, but I'm feeling very insecure right now. I'm looking through there's these a, lists There's and just I'm a like, lot oh, of rookies. I know. So you got a little twinkle going. Well, what do you uh, got? Okay, so the, I've... Well, I've got to twinkle my eye because I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this or not. So I'm going to try to keep all the details anonymous. Wow. Also, I was only half paying attention. Good. Perfect. But I was, I'm part of a, an amazing group chat uh, with some absolutely lovely people mm-hmm. from the DSL. And I believe that our third baseman came up in this group chat as just a real gem of a human uh, in the looks department. He was well perceived <laughs> by, shall we say, the, the, the I don't want to say the fairer people the of the female DSL, contingent. but but not the beards, mm, mm. the other ones. Okay, all right. So, but I was okay. I'm very busy. It was a very verbose chat so I was just kind of scanning and I wanted to chime in there and say and I wanted to say I think you're talking about the person that Zach says is a young Zach but then like what was the point of that like what was I saying if I did that so you know anyway that's why I had that look on my face you're about to get booted out of that group chat I know I know oh well oh man that's amazing all right it was brief and sweet while it lasted so basically Danny you're being watched from the sideline so no pressure I mean, I don't see... We're always talking about Paulina's shorts. I don't see why we can't talk yeah, about Danny. Just absolutely. sort of in general. Wow. I'm not saying anything inappropriate. I love that. All right. Fantastic. What was it last year? Who was it last year? Do you guys remember oh, last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was last year? Did I miss that? Girl. Look, Sarah's like blushing. Oh, for, for her in particular? No, not oh. me. Not me. God. <laughs> 
you want to say his name or is that? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, longtime listeners will remember that last season's uh, rookie of the year was Matt Halakas. Who? <laughs> Her? No, I remember. Never heard of her. Um, so anyway, I guess. Those legs. Oh, God. Oh, man. Having a good time on the podcast. That's not even a human. That person's not even human. I don't know. Well, he's still in the league, so there we go. I don't think he listens. (laughs) Oh, this has become my favorite segment. (laughs) It was nothing. It was like three people. I really just wanted to talk about Toby. Well, how is rookie players not going to turn into like a who's hot and who's not? (laughs) I I like Toby. Toby's also very attractive. Yeah. But also, have you noticed that, like, children, particularly my child, just thinks that Toby is awesome? Toby is one of the sweetest people. I mean, he, there's just, like, something about him where, like, the these wild little creatures of, like, small children and dogs are just like, we should follow him everywhere. He's amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. He's got some sort He's of... He's one of those people that makes you feel inadequate... <laughs> Because wow, I don't feel inadequate. Not me, no, not me, Lindsay. Toby doesn't. Just, Toby, you don't make me feel inadequate. <laughs> for the record, he's <laughs> he's the nicest guy in the world. He's great to look at. He's athletic. He's friendly. He like rides seventeen million kilometers every day. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. He's doing his masters. He's just like bro, I, like struggling to <laughs> just. Walk to work because right. of my sore legs on a Monday morning. Come on, Toby. Fuck I can't up. Fuck. shift gears in my car. I'm putting it in neutral is painful. Come on, Toby. Fuck something up, all right? And then tell Lindsay about it. Okay. Um, all right. So lots of good rookies. Lots of good looking rookies. Uh, particularly the ones that are 25-year-old versions of me. All right. What about the ladies? Can we just quickly have a quick... Shayla Ray. Shayla Ray. Looking good. Looks really good. We've got one. We've got two. Oh, we have uh, Lauren Hall. Who mm. got she added. crushed one. She was doing great. Mm. Oh, and uh, and Veronica. Veronica. Mm. Oh man. Who lied to me at the draft party and told me she'd never played before. I got Ooh, some dang. amazing Veronica story. You got, she might it? not have lied, but if she is lying, then you got hustled. Okay. Oh, this is something else that <laughs> I, I don't want know. To talk like, to no about. offense, but I don't know why someone would hustle you on this <laughs> issue. All right, I'm gonna say something that's gonna sound slightly sexist, and then I'm gonna try to dig my way out. And we'll this see. is You're great. in the wrong we'll crowd, yeah, wrong crowd. Okay. This is my favorite All segment. Right. I, every team benefits from having a person that can talk to the female players and make the female players feel included. Would you agree, disagree, or what? Where, where are we at right now? Let me get the temperature now. I don't feel qualified to speak to this. Okay. As a non-playing person. I've only had experiences. I don't think I can remember anyone. I mean, obviously great people on my team that have made me feel good about being there, but I definitely didn't think it was because I was a chick. Mm. But then there have been some douchebags who've made me feel like a twat. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what am I even doing here? So, so I was going to pick you as an example Mm. because I was watching or I was watching that first game and I can't remember who the girl was but something had happened and then you went over and you were just like oh great job that's what you want to do something and I was and it it like clicked I was like oh man it just here's Lindsay she's able to like talk to the female players who are either new to the league or or feeling less confident or whatever and bring them in and not make them feel like twats Mm. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know if you can get away with saying that word. Okay. Well, there it is. It's out there. All right. Um, now, number two. Because he's uh, not British or because he's a man? I just think it's funny because I, I speak British English and I say twat with the twat. American A and you just said twat with yeah. the British A, which is quite funny. That's how we say it in America. That's, That's how we messed say it up. It's, now, it's switched around. Now I don't even know. What now is we're a twat? linguistics a twat. Of twat. It's like just like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. That's not what it means in America. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a vagina, and, or, or a right? vagina. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. But I guess, but in that, in the context I was using, okay, okay. I guess, yeah. All right, yeah. All right, okay. okay. All right, let anyway. me get to Veronica now. Okay. <laughs> Veronica is that person for our team. Okay. The person who, we have Lauren Hall, who's new, Lauren Moon, oh, I'm going to forget, I'm blanking because we have four girls, Veronica. And Jenna. Oh, and Jenna, mm-hmm. right. JP. Okay, so Lauren Hall had not played before. I was like, not feeling super great about it. It's just like a little nervous, I think, right? But here's Veronica, who comes in and like gives Lauren a bat, or like she takes a bat out of Lauren's hand basically and gives her a different one. She goes, Lauren, that's way too heavy. She takes it, she gives her a different one. She goes, this is the bat you want to use. I know all about these bats. I, I sell bats. I sell the merchandise or whatever. And I'm like standing there watching this and I'm like, oh my God. If the four of, or like if four or five of the male players had attempted to help Lauren, it would have been like patronizing. Yeah. And pejorative. Uh, yeah. Again, Lindsay, do you remember two years ago when we were trying to help you hit on Hanumana? Uh-huh. And there were like four of us or five of us telling me five different things. Telling you five different things. And we kept like telling you, like, do this, do this, do this. And it was just like, not good. Yeah. <laughs> I learned what to do last year because one person came and told me how to do it, <laughs> and then I mastered it. Um, oh no, we blew But your when you asked the question earlier, I actually thought when you asked the question, I thought you meant a man being able to talk to a woman. That's immediately where my because you said it was maybe a sexist question. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But in both cases, it's been Veronica or myself. So yeah, you just yeah. mean anybody on the team. I just mean can. anyone yeah. on the team. But I think that that <laughs> the point that you're skirting around trying to make is that the female players have a tendency to be again less patronizing. To the other female. To players. the other female players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. I don't know. It was just an interesting, and like maybe everyone just feels like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the maybe the female players are like, oh no, it's fine. Everybody talks to me fine. Um, it's all personality based. My friend Carrie yeah. is on my team, and she is like competitive, but like tell me what to do, shout at me. I don't care. Right. Like I wish I could be like that. So anyway, I do think it's a cool um, thing to have. It was. Cool to watch Veronica do that because it was just like, oh my God, this is a perspective that I don't, I definitely could not bring. Would I insert myself into this situation? Absolutely. Would I be completely wrong and give her a bunch of bad advice? Yeah, totally. Would I continue to do it all season long? Probably. (laughs) Right? But here's Veronica just like taking care of it immediately and and it's done and taken care of and we can can all move on. And Lauren then had a great day. There's Um, nothing better than being up to bat and hearing your name from somebody behind you like whether it be like a mate sitting down or a teammate so like i always try and say someone's name at least once while they're up to bat like a you got it mitch let's go that's amazing yeah because how nice is that to to, to hear your name See? like people are actually watching and that would never that? occur to that that would not occur to me really okay. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you're just a shithead. Well, I might be a shithead. <laughs> but, n- but now I feel like I've discredited my cheers because now people know that I'm just going to say their name every time they're up Oh, no, you're no, 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 no. I don't no. think so. I, I mm-hmm. think it's ju- it's indicative of how thoughtful you are, not 
not in a diminishing of your I would also say a very important aspect for all teams. Someone that keeping mm-hmm. people's keeping people's Cheers heads up. Yeah. yeah. Man. Alright. Isn't it nice to hear, hear your name, even if yeah. it's just from Sarah? <laughs> well, she doesn't usually say my name, she just says like, Hey, very handsome person. Yeah, That's generally I'm very literal. Yeah, hey, very older literal. Denny Helm. Uh, I like that. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Gross. Is that... that is so weird. That would be so weird. That's what no. Danny's at home thinking right now. He's like, these people are weird. They just keep talking about me. Like, uh, maybe when weird. he gets up to bat, I'll be cheering, hey, young Zach Thomas. <laughs> That's more my style. Uh, all right. He's, pro- he's better than me when I was 25. All right, anyway. Hey, I had a joke for last week's podcast that I didn't get a chance to make. Do you want to make it now? Yeah, but it doesn't really work. Which one of you am I married to? But Lindsay's oh, not Kyle. because that was the Kyle. I'm obviously one. not married to Lindsay. Right. Oh, anyway, yeah, okay. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Wow, we got real sidetracked. Late. Okay. Late. A little late on that <laughs> joke, guys. A little bit of editing, maybe. <laughs> um, Don't take that out. <laughs> none of this is coming out. This is This is truly beautiful. <laughs> Alright, I was going to talk about this other thing, but I think I'm just going to skip it. So we're only going to do four tonight because it's gone super long. Mm -hmm. Alright, some of you who listen to both podcasts might have heard the final section called Corey Baker's Locks of the Week. Now, Corey, during this section, claimed, he attempted to claim, well, Quentin will clear this up for us because he told me that this was his major. He attempted to claim, like, copyright on choosing the winner's of games as part of his show, as if Corey Baker had invented picking a winner. Just because he made a lame song? Yeah, 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 you do have a song, Corey, which I am quite jealous of. All right, fine. Sarah, you look pretty heated. I am irate. Okay. Because, first of all, (laughs) I have several things to say on this issue. Uh First of all, Corey and Chris, when they were commenting on our podcast and mm-hmm. our picks, they mentioned Kyle mm-hmm. and you. Mm-hmm. They forgot somebody. They forgot the co. This is not Zach's podcast. Agreed. This is our podcast. No one would listen to it if it was just me. We were. That's right. <laughs> we are co-hosts. Right. And is anyone interested to know how well my picks work? I Chosen. am interested to know. Four for four, Corey fucking Baker. Oh, wow. Sarah went all in on you, Corey. God uh, damn it. Wow, she's pissed. All right. You know what really pissed me off? No, what pissed you off? I was the only one who said that Corey Baker would win. Dang. Which I don't like because it's against me. I expected him to be like, Sarah was the only one rooting. I was like, this is going to be so great. Like, Corey's going to like... All right. Be all happy that someone was rooting for him. Okay. So the the podcast Cold War just got hot here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, you have to choose who you want to be. Do you want to be the guy who celebrates the people who try to celebrate you or just completely <laughs> ignores them? <laughs> and I think Corey Baker made his choice. All right. So here we go. We're going we're going head to head all year. Okay. That's it. I'm going to I think we should keep track. Corey said uh, Queasley said he's going to keep track over there. We're going to keep track here. We're yeah. going to see. Let's do it. Sarah's winning right now. She's four for four. Game two. And uh, Queasley and Corey are three for four, and I am two for four. I never claim to be good at this. Corey has a song, and his segment is called Locks of the Week, so you would expect that Corey would win. So, like, if you have a song and you don't win, I mean... So now, is each podcast going to add 
Yeah, we're the gonna two add them up. Producers picks. We're gonna add them up. Or are we going like four people against each other, or pod- oh. two podcasts against each other? I you think you I mean? guys. So did you guys go six? I think you're getting away from the takeaway that I was 100% right. Can we get back to that? 100%. I'm going to attempt to jump on Sarah's bandwagon, and she's going to promptly kick me off. Typical. Hey, hey, hold up a second. Can you stop for a second? Okay, sure. Wow, you, you look really good in there. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this a while. You know, I just, I was looking at your swing, though, and I just think, like, man, if you just, like, put your hands a little bit closer together... Okay, sure. Yeah, so I just, if you just put your hands a little closer together, you wanna you wanna get back in there and try it? Hey, All right. Hey, Crystal. Hey, what's up? Sorry, go ahead. She's she's gonna get back in there. I, I got some tips for her. Do you know her? Yeah, this you don't you don't know who this is, dude. This is Crystal Bustos. Oh, cool, Crystal. That's awesome. Oh, great. Hey. Cool. Yeah, man. So get in there. I mean, just yeah, try to get those hands a little bit closer together. Okay, sure. She plays on the U.S. Olympic softball team. Oh wow, the Olympics! That's yeah. awesome. You know what would be really cool is just like just the stance, just a little bit wider apart, just like your feet, just a little bit wider apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. She won a silver medal. Wow, that's cool. A silver. That's that's pretty good. You know, like man, just get those get those hips rotated. You get those hips through the zone really quick. That's gonna be the thing. Okay. That's gonna be really the ticket. She won two gold medals. The gold medals are pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Olympics are cool. Uh, you're not getting your shoulders through, though. You're really not getting those shoulders through. Dude, she has the most home runs in an Olympic series. I mean, that's great, but like, you know... Are you tired I of the constant sausage fest on softball Sunday? Really, Is your pickle really pocket soured at the thought of one more dickless douche trying to tell you what to do? Are you ready for a hot new podcast featuring the top two Jennas of the league? Then you need to download the newest podcast of the DSL, Fast Bitches. What Bro, a great, what a great body, dude! This girl was named softball player of the year. That's pretty cool. Are you busy later? Uh, you you want to bring your friend? Uh, Both of you? Uh, okay. So let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's let's go. Let's go next week's next week's games. All right, Is I this your number four? What? Is this what? your number four thing on your list? No, I'm done with that. Are you? Okay. I was going to talk about stats, but we don't have time to talk about stats. Okay. I got nothing to say about stats. <laughs> All right. Um, so, start us off. Game, Game one. one, Lindsay. We got, we got? Uh, Baker's Dozen versus Projectile Dysfunction. That is in my division. Oh, man. Ooh. I've been thinking about this one all day. Really? Yes. Okay, you've been thinking about projecting. That's a rocking Thursday right there. <laughs> well, I mean, my life is pretty exciting, guys. <laughs> Lindsay showed up and I was it. doing a facial mask, so. You know, the more you think about it, the harder it is to shake the projectile dysfunction. <laughs> the. <laughs> it's, his na- the name of the team is so long that it doesn't even fit on the one line in the game. That, and that annoys my OCD a little bit. Uh, it, it annoys me it as well. It kills me, actually. It annoys me as well. All right. Break it down for us, Sarah. This is a battle of, did we see reality last week? Yes. Was Corey's team really that good to score 16 runs and win a game? And was Kyle's team that That's exactly bad? the question. Yes, it, it is. And I, I have some thoughts on this. Take us and take here's us why I've down been, the rabbit here's hole. Here's why I've been thinking, this, uh, thinking about this all day. Do you remember when Leia says to General Tark, the more... Uh, of course. Right. 
the more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. As yeah, you know, course. Zach, it's my favorite Star Wars book. Yeah, I have it tattooed on my lower back. That's weird. Because I've never seen that. Tram stamp. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an amazing tram stamp. I feel like oh, Corey... Corey wants to believe that it is his genius that resulted in that win. Mm. And if he tries to assert that fake fact okay. and meddle with his team, okay. he might undo the sort of um, star-aligning magic that happened in, on, game one. in game one. Okay, so there's that. Uh-huh. Okay, so I've been thinking about that. Then I've been thinking about Kyle. Okay. And Kyle's team. And I feel like the pieces are there for Kyle's team. Uh, yeah. But it takes a delicate hand to align it correctly. And I don't know if how long it will take Kyle to acquire that. Does it take Ooh. just one game? Like, is he there? Or does he mm. need... I feel like with Kyle's team like and him, his... Style, he might need a little more time for his team to gel. He might be doing like sort of Rob McClure thing. I was just going to say, it could be the Robbie McClure. Exactly, where he, he takes his time, or rather, it just takes time, and then, you know, three or four games in, they, they go really on like start. five wins in a row. Exactly. So, but with the divisions this season, that's risque. You know, you can't expand <laughs> because now you, you're fighting for that, the top three spots. So if you shit the bed in your first three games, which would essentially be the three games in your division. Yeah. Right. And then you only come to in eight, nine, and ten when you play your division again, it may be too late. That's true. I, I don't know if the math works out exactly like that, but... What do you think hmm. you're going to have to do to get to the playoffs? How many wins do you got to get? Maybe be better than we were on Sunday. <laughs> that could be a good start. Can you make it with... Can a team make it with three? Let's not start that. Now. All right, all right, all right. Okay. That's a whole thing. Too early. And th- that's all another right. thing I was thinking about making my predictions for this weekend. I hated that we had these divisions because now I'm like, regular softball fan Lindsay wants to make a prediction, but then mm. also, I think I'm in cast division. Yeah. Cast division Lindsay wants to wants make to, a decision. Wants to go against yeah, some teams. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Well. Uh, all right. So what do you think? Game one. All right. Baker's dozen projectile dysfunction. Oh man, I gotta go with projectile dysfunction. I think they put it together this week. So there we go. Write this down. That's my vote as well. Okay. Go for Kyle. I think he's going to get things sorted. Lindsay's going for Kyle. Oh, my God. Another 10 a.m. game for Corey. Is he going to sleep in Daegu again? Or is he going to wake up? I'm sure he is. That's a long drive out to Hall 1 from Pohang. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I hate for us all to say the same thing, but I just... Ooh. Baker's dozen. Kyle's just too softball smart, I think. How much did Kyle lose by on Sunday? It was only two runs. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think projectile dysfunction. I think I have to go with good old PD. Yeah? Go with PD? Yeah. Get him to one and one? Okay. All right. Projectile dysfunction. And that's good for me, is it? Yes, that's what I want. That would be good. I want, then, I want, be, then those two teams would be one and one. Yeah, wow. See, doesn't, you know. you, your brain... Cause so Chris said that on the pickle about wanting somebody to lose. I don't yeah. remember who. And I was just like, wow, I'm not even like there yet. Like, I can't right. even. Yeah. So you got, yeah. You're in the I'm real. Being, I'm being ridiculous. It's week two. Like, I don't think it's yeah. ridiculous. I think it's, you're like really smart about that. And I'm just like, I don't know. All right. Well, let's go to game two then. We went. Th- we did that one pretty quick. This one's uh, easy. Dirtbags and Shiba. Or sorry. Or, oh, I guess Siggy's asleep. Siggy's so asleep. we're good. Yeah. Right. The big C. I'm obviously going with the big C. Uh, Siba. 
But let's break it down a little Dirt bit. Dirtbags yeah. is actually the... That's Mondo's team, right? That's Mondo's I mean, team. that's not Mondo's team, but the, it, Mondo's the on that team. Devil yeah. Layers. <laughs> it's Devil the Layers one team Mondor. that I wish I'd watched because I was curious about it, but I didn't really see much. I think much. <laughs> any game where you get 26 hits and they're all singles is just crazy. But... That's crazy. For, for a couple reasons. First, you didn't have anybody, like, find a gap at all all day or even like stretch a single into a double that's hard to believe either that or the defense was phenomenal that's number two the defense is so good there's not an overthrow you know even on a play where like you got a guy on second base and somebody singles and then there's a play at the plate and the guy who single goes to second base that's a double that's or still an a double or any overthrow mm. so like nothing happened where extra bases were given up that's that's pretty cool. Um, from the Mavericks' perspective, it sucks for the dirtbags. So, I think that team has people who can double, people who can get extra base hits. I mean, Mondor, obviously, I think, I want to say that he led the league two years ago in extra base hits. I think that that might be true. Um, he was on our team that year. No, that was three years ago. Three years, yeah. Two years ago, he was on... Uh, Drivers. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the teams, I don't remember. All right, anyway. I do think that DeVillers can obviously do some things. I don't know. I think that they're all right, but I do think that we're going to win, obviously, because I'm on T-ball. Yeah, so. I'm going for you guys, too, on that one. Dang. All right, so we're all three going for the for the same so far. Okay, so that one, uh, that's game two. Game three. Game of the day. Come on down. All right. Pit Squad versus the Beards and oh, Beavers. This is a hard one. All right, so... Obviously, you know my pick. Hit Squad was tricky for me because the the black uniforms. This is going to sound ridiculous, but I could not tell the players apart. I For a moment, I thought Mike Fitzgerald was actually playing. And then it turns out like he's not in the league anymore. Isn't he, I, like, hasn't he left the country? No, no, he's still here. Really? There was like a thing that popped up the other day. He was in a Samsung Lions game, and uh, Brandon and I asked him why he wasn't playing. But like, So I was having a little bit of a difficult time understanding what was going on. Uh, with the hit squad, just because I could not really tell them apart. But something about their jerseys was really throwing me off. Um, but that, that's always been there. But you just, you imagine him in that uniform, so... You I, yeah, I think that was it. Just like last year he wore, he was on the hit squad, so I was like, all right, yeah, he's, he must be out there. Um, but I do, the rookie that they got, John, John Worth, I think is his name. Apparently he is one of the fastest people in... Frisbee. Frisbee. Mm-hmm. So, like, somebody was saying, like, yeah, this guy's super fast at Frisbee. Imagine out here in softball with all these, like, people who are less fast than the Frisbee players. Slibs. Easily, you know, the fastest guy out there. So, he's interesting. He made a couple plays in um, center that looked pretty good. They have a good team. Uh, so, Hit Squad, Hit Squad looks pretty good. But yeah, their, it's going to be tough. Their opponent, Beards and Beavers. Lindsay, what do you think is the key for you guys winning? The... Mechanics of the team, fitting, everything being sorted out in defense. Okay. Yeah. I don't think our offense was awful. No, I mean, you guys scored 10 runs. We're going to have, I think. And you have Ruben and Mike and Groba. You're going to put people on base. Woody. Stollery has turned into a really good player. Um, Yeah, we're just kind of a mixed bag right now, you know? Yeah. So it all just depends on whether we can put the pieces together on Sunday. Definitely one of those things of, yeah, putting the pieces mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Mike looked really good in left field. Mike looked really good. 
Yeah, he had that one crazy yeah, catch. Yeah, a couple really good catches. Mm. And one right above my head. <laughs> Did he steal one from you? Oh, yeah. Oh, and Stollery stole one from Toby. You guys were just snatched from each other. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Stollery and Toby were, like, just about to slam into each other. And Stollery just, like, put his glove over Toby's head. And was just like, ah, give me that. <laughs> give me that. I'll take that. Mike said he didn't see me. Like, it was Ariel up to bat, so I think we were, like, kind of pushing the, the, the line. outfield line. And I'm like, bro, I'm standing right in front of I'm you. right here. Man, this is he tricky. He said he'll take that to his grave, though. He uh, feels awful. This is tricky because it just... You don't have to be polite. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm Like, you have, on your left side, you have Groba and um, Woody. Woody. So you have, like, a decent left side. You have left fielder Mike Miller. So your whole left side is fine. Ruben is excellent. Oh, I thought we were going to get to watch him try to throw somebody out from the trees. Mm, he yeah. like fielded a ball back by the trees or whatever and I was like oh here we go he's gonna throw it home <laughs> yeah. and then he threw it to the cutoff so Ruben uh, from the trees to home I think that that would be cool I think you're probably the only person in the league that can do it so <laughs> um, you have Jenna at first base so your first base is locked down I mean your outfield is a little tricky yeah who's your see that that's it those positions you just mentioned those five people mm-hmm. are like the only five people that we know where they're going yeah. and the rest is question you still mark, gotta work question it in. mark question yeah. mark yeah Toby looks like he's going to be okay. He I needs, think he'll be fine and right. He yeah. needs some more experience out there, more mm-hmm. balls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and I think know. a lot of the outfield is knowing the players, too. There's so much in that, knowing how far mm. back, how deep to go. and. That's interesting. Who's yeah. your, who's your like, field Me. general? I, you I, are. At, from, from catcher. Okay. All right. So you're setting people up. But, you know, I mean, they don't always... Like, Ruben's not going to listen to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's going to be like, who's this chick? <laughs> Right. Yeah, but Ruben is similar to Jay Shick for me. Like I was on Jay Shick's. He was a rookie last year, and Ruben, although he's not a rookie, he doesn't know as many right, right, people right. I think as he would as other people. Right. Jay was never going deep enough last season. It always made me nervous. I'd be like, <laughs> Bro, give him more respect. Move back. Move back. But no one ever listens to Lindsay or Catcher. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. Hear rare. that? Hear that, beards? <laughs> it's pretty rare to have your field general be the catcher. Yeah, that one's pretty rare. Usually, the catcher's just sort of like, if the catcher's making eye contact with anybody else, you're you're winning. Um, all right, that's not true. We have some excellent catchers. I have yeah, a lot of catchers that I love. Lauren Moon is an excellent catcher. All the girls. Yes, yeah, she all is. Right. Anyway, um, man, I don't know. Like, I look at this and it's just like. It was really interesting to see all the teams like go from paper to like reality last week, mm. and you're looking and finally like you're like you can see where people are standing, and you can see like oh man that is trouble that is a big problem. Um, so I don't know. Ah, I I feel like I have to go against you. I feel like Hit Squad looked. Yeah, they look good. Hit squad looked good, and I feel like your team will get there, but it's just maybe gonna take another week. Week or two, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, and two of my two of my bestests on the Hit Squad, so it's tough. Jill and Kara, and they crushed it last week. So Well, Kara went four for four? Kara, four for four over the third baseman's head. It was amazing. I don't know if people know this about Kara. Maybe people know about Kara, but she is actually one of the best female hitters. Mm. I don't know if people know this. Like, uh, I'll, I'll, tell some, I'll tell some stat secrets here. <laughs> A couple years ago, uh, Sean Rugg built this, like, master spreadsheet that had all the stats in it. And he came up with some, like, like, I don't know, he just came up with some advanced statistics one afternoon. And it kind of just showed, uh, it gave you a sense of 
who was doing more than you might think. And Kara was one that was like, once you once you started to look at you, like, you're going down the list, and, and here's Kara's name at a spot where you're just like, whoa, this is... So she's actually one of the better female uh, hitters in the league. Mm. And she went 4-4 last week, and... Yeah, and locked down second base. Yeah. So, um, great player. All right, so I'm going hit squad. Sarah, what do you got? I have, like, changed my mind five times as I've listened <laughs> to you guys talk because... On the one hand, I agree, Zach, with exactly what you said, that I think Beards and Beavers has all the right pieces. Mm. They just maybe need more time to figure out where those pieces need to be put. Uh Um, But also, it's like so DSL for them to win. Yeah. So like, I can't decide. I really, I'm having a difficult time. Let me say this to Mike. I want to say something to Mike. I want to, I hope to see like, Big loud Mike. He's been a bit sheepish. I think he's been a bit sheepish and just a bit a bit quiet. I want to see that get that, back like, to his roots. Yeah, man. You remember last year when he showed up for Hit Squad and he was just like, mm. he was he was the the. I just hope that center. he hasn't been overwhelmed to the point where he's not gonna be himself. Like he's so, so there we go. stressed. So I'd say that. yeah, Mike, show up and mm. just be be that guy, be that loud, um, be the be the center. Uh, all right. Anyway. So, I'm going to hit squad. Sarah, did you make a decision while I rambled and bought you some time? That's a radio trick that I pulled for you right there. Wow, that's so amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I, I have to go with my instinct, which is hit squad. Hit squad. Yeah. All right. Oh. Dang. All right, Lindsay. Stings. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm so. Ready. Hopefully I can walk by then. <clears throat> Do you think Toby could go deep at Hall on? He might be able to. Oh, I got it in his head now. Now he's screwed. Um, Mitch might be able to. All right, anyway. Ruben can. Oh, yeah, Ruben can. And we're playing at Wallon. He's good for two homers at Wallon. Let's hope so. But then they got a uh, wit lefty, too. Oh, does, does Paul go for the offense? Uh, he'll go for it. But if you, we were in a home run contest, I'd go with Ruben. I'd take Ruben. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's go last game. All balls, Mavericks. I think it's going to be a doozy. I think that might be game of the day. I think that might Which be the best awesome game. Which is awesome when it's the last game. Yeah. I'm excited for that game. Yeah. I think all balls actually are are good. We won 11-4 last week, but I think that they're be- much better than that. Like I said, after the third inning, once the defense got set, it was a 4-4 game. Their defense is actually really good. Mm. Um, once they move Burdick into short. And I think part of it is, with the shortstop, you really need a person that is both like physically able to do it right but is also like mentally there and particularly maybe has played shortstop in the dsl or a league like the dsl Mm -hmm. because it's not like a lot of leagues where you can just play shortstop and uh there are some other things you have to think about playing shortstop in the dsl like helping other players out a bit more than you would helping other players out more than you would um, when to throw the ball and when to hold the ball a little bit. You know, in, in a lot of leagues, you can just throw it and somebody is there to catch it. Um, that is not always true in the DSL. <laughs> and it's just one of those things that, like, it really, really helps to have a person who has done it before. And Burdick, one of the best right now. One, definitely one of the best shortstops in the league. I mean, a couple plays last week, they were just... He turned a double play. He and John Buckley turned a double play. 
Uh, Buckley was playing second base. He flipped it to Ruben. Ruben threw the runner out at first. Um, and it was like the only ground ball double play of the day. So um, I think all balls is, is pretty good. Mm, I didn't um, I didn't watch... Well, I didn't watch anything but my own game. It doesn't help week. that nobody here watched the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was going to say about the Mavericks, I do remember... They won in the end, eh? But it was close. Mm. Yeah, it I was do remember... Close. They won at the very end. Kind of knowing the... Seeing the score and asking who was up and being like... I just going into it, for me, like Kyle's team, Chris's team, and Brandon's team were the three that stood out for me. And mm-hmm. I was like almost guaranteed wins last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I got one for three. So I just remember thinking, if Brandon's team is down but they pulled it out in the end so i'd be interested to see what what they do and one of the things i meant to talk about was the bottom of their lineup came through huge brandon's team came through huge you had in the in the seventh inning you had uh, ryan handley get a hit you had i think troy seymour get a hit marie williard got i what looks like she had a hit and then jen got on base and must have driven in a run and then uh, Kyle Mellon, the very last hitter in their lineup, got a hit. So, like, the last one, two, three, four, five, six people in their lineup went five for six in the seventh inning to pull them back and win the game for them. So that's, like, an awesome way to win a game yeah. because it's it's not going to happen that often. And if you can steal one like that, um, that's pretty cool. But I think in this one, i got to go all balls. Mm, I'm going to go Mavs. You're going to go Mavericks? My boy. Oh, there's Brandon, Mike, and James. See, but the thing, yeah, I don't want to talk about absences, but if they're all there, that's awesome. If they're all there, over, under, on home runs, five for their team. Do you think that makes all balls the underdog? Is Mike, a, is Mike going for the fans? I don't know if Mike goes for it. I think he could probably reach it. But Have, have we ever seen James play at that field in any to- of the tournaments or anything like that? I don't like think that? so. Mm. You just look at him and you kind of assume that he could do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. There's something about him. Something. I assume his wife could do it at this point. She's <laughs> cracking them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've I played against Brandon when he did it twice against us. So mm. um, I'll still go all balls. I think actually... Uh, uh, Schick. Lefty. Schick might be able to do it. Durbano might be able to do it. I don't know. I mean, do you want to do it though? Is it smart to do it? Is it smart to play that way? I'm going to go all balls. I'm going to go Mavs. All right. Sarah, what do you got? I'm going to go all balls. Interesting. Oh, well, why? I don't know. Interesting that you've got, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, I. It's late. It's, it is. <laughs> but also, I don't know. It just seems like the thing that would happen. Okay. Because I know, like. You're you being think, into these, like, softball Yeah, things. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Underdog. Yeah. Well, also, like, it just seems consistent with my knowledge of the universe that you'd be like, Brandon Brown, Hwawan, right. they're going to win. I'm like, I don't know. That's not how the DSL works. No, no, no. That is true. It'll come down to like a bobble at, yeah. Yeah. by the third baseman in the seventh inning or something. Yeah, and I think that, that there's something to be said for the team going into it with the attitude I feel like Dustin's team is going to have. Yeah, you think they're going to be all right? Yeah, I think like they're going to have an attitude of you know, we we are we are a good team, even though we lost our last game. We should win this. Yeah. You know. All right. Not that Brandon Brown's team has a bad attitude. I'm not saying yeah. that, but I feel like oh, man. Dustin's really good like that, and he's really he really keeps the team positive regardless of right you know, wins or losses. He's really good like that. I like that almost team. Mm. All right, so there we go. Those are our picks. Now we're out at Hawan. 
Yeah. And we're at the, and we're at the good field with the fence and everything. I love fences. Me Juan too. Juan was a little deep. So, like, I don't think as many people go out there and are like, yeah, I'm going for it. Mm. But it's just so fun to watch people try to go for it. And then, like, ground out to the third baseman. That's my <laughs> favorite thing. It's just amazing. Because uh, you just, you want it so bad. You want to hit a home run so bad. And then... Tails between legs. Everything just, like... Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> so I'm really excited to both watch people do this. You're, like, trying to get in the entire DSL's head. The, the fence will do it already. The, once you see the fence, and, and one if one person goes deep in the morning, it'll be... Who's playing first? Is Quinn playing in the first game at all or somebody like that who can do it in the first game? Kyle could do it. Kyle can do it in the first game. You might set the tone for the day. Maddie C could do it. Of people trying to go for it, which I just, I, it's just amazing. Kawawa I love it, but I hate the, the net above the catcher. Mm. Because there was, I mean, last weekend there was a lot of those back pop-ups. Oh, that's right. There were and a they, lot of pop-ups. And they, they die in, Yeah, Kawawa has kind of a net that comes out over the, over the plate like a little yeah. bit. And so any pop-ups, you're usually pretty good. And I feel safe. so like I have to stand just that wee bit closer to the batter at four one because you're kind of pushed forward as well as a catcher. I don't like that. Yeah. Smacked in the face and stuff. Yeah, Lindsay got smacked in the face. There was an incident of bat throwing this week. Oh, was it? Did you know about this? No, I didn't. All right. Yeah, there was somebody who threw their bat twice, and the second time they did get called out. Okay. And there is a reason for getting called out when yeah, you throw yeah, your bat. Yeah. Because you don't want your shins to be taken out. Yeah. Well, and Lindsay got hit in the face. It was, it was a lot of blood. And other people also have faces. And other people also have faces. I would like to maintain those faces. Am I correct in thinking there was a pitcher with a helmet on this weekend? Yeah, who was that? Was that James? Like I don't full know. on, like a. It not, was a football not, helmet. Not a Nash, like half a helmet. With the. No, it was like. A, with the guard and it everything. It looked like a full. Like a, I saw NFL. that helmet. It was, I think go, it was, was it gold? Yeah. It must have been Because I saw that in their bag and I was like, yeah. damn, are we wearing that this year? That's that That really like amps the intensity. Yeah. So he was wearing it while he was pitching? Yeah. All yeah. right, good for him. Mm. If I pitch, I'm going to wear it. Mm. I hate pitching. So anyway. I wouldn't have the reflexes right. to get out the way. I'd be dead. <laughs> I have just enough reflexes to get right into the way. Where you're just like, <laughs> I'm going to jump out of the way and it just hits you. Uh, all right. What else we got? Sarah, we got anything else? No. All right. Man, I guess that's it. We talked about a lot of stuff. I don't know how we went an hour and 15 minutes. It feels like you just got here, Lindsay. We, we, uh, we definitely sidetracked quite a bit. We, we ate an entire tub of ice cream yeah. here, so that was good. Our usual on-point, streamlined, organized podcast got completely messed up this, this time. This week I was like, okay, I'm going to make it shorter. It's going to be shorter. We're going to try to get in an hour. These bloated hour and 20-minute podcasts are ridiculous. Nobody needs this. No, if you start and you're 20 minutes in, you're committed. You're not going anywhere you for the next hour. It. Like, All if right. you if people are actually listening, they're listening. They're listening. Thing, so don't worry about so, that. So, if you listen and you made it, go on iTunes, download, rate us, subscribe, subscribe, get us ahead of that Kendo podcast. Leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment. Some good ones on there. All right. Um, I'm excited. Juan is one of the best places to play. Yes, certainly, great for dogs, great for families. Yeah, certainly of the of the fields we have left, Juan is probably top three, top two maybe. And I'm also excited. the weather has cleared up. It was looking a bit dodgy there for a bit, but now it's looking nice. Oh, another wonderful weekend softball. Yeah. Sarah. And that's your weekly ball movement.